What's up, guys? Welcome back to Sam Talks Nerdy. Are you happy? Doing well? Dominating life? Crushing it? It is, it is that time. Once again, it's time for the monthly wrap-up. We'll be taking ad news posted during December. Without any further delay, let's get into it because we've got quite a bit to talk about. First off, according to Daniel RPK, Marvel is developing a Avengers Into Fear TV series. Avengers Into Fear was a comic series back in the day that explored the monster side of the Marvel Universe. So it explored characters like... Man-Thing, Morbin Time, Blade, and I do think that a sort of anthology series or a series exploring like where there's a episode for each character would be a good way to explore the more paranormal monster side of the MCU. So I'm trying to think of how best way best to, to describe this. It's just I, I do think that a sort of maybe it's just not a clip show, but it's a you know a show a show where where each episode focuses on a different character like that would be a good way to explore all these different characters and not have to do a project for Morbius for Man Thing for Ghost Rider just we can have a show or a season to set up all these characters and move on you know avoid the Marvel fatigue for example you know like I said we can have an episode focused on man thing and then next episode could be about Ghost Rider then that could be about Hellstrom and this is me after I did a quick Google on this series I and I would totally be down for this kind of show where by night has shown that people have an interest in this side of the, of the Marvel Universe and they really should build this up more for our last bit of Marvel paranormal monster news Bethesda is developing a blade video this is crazy because on my instagram i post I, I did a post about like you know hey which character do you want to see get a video game and blade was one of those characters and then you know a few weeks later a blade game is announced just mind-blowing what sucks is that it looks like this is going to be a xbox exclusive and i own a playstation so i am the big time sad does anyone even remember remember that show big time rush we got a couple bits of news for Superman Legacy to talk about. First, and this also comes from Daniel RPK, but it looks like Supergirl will be appearing in Superman Legacy. Now, this is kind of interesting because originally it wasn't really a sure thing, it was just a rumor. But then just previously, and this is bleeding into January, so I might, ha might have to avoid talking about this in, in, in the next monthly wrap-up, but... It does look like they are casting for Supergirl because Deadline reported that, well, they are casting and actresses such as Amelia Alcock, Amelia Jones, and McDonnelly are in the running. And while I am open to, to this idea because this could very well lead into Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, that's also another hero character in Superman Legacy because, I mean, let's, let's count them out. Metamorpho, Hot Girl, Mr. Terrific, Guy Gardner, and the engineer that is five or so heroes attack on supergirl that makes six but then again i doubt if they, if they do have supergirl it'll be a huge role she might pop up for a cameo and then you know that's the setup supergirl moment tomorrow and then boom that's the next movie and we just move on but i'm gonna choose to stay i, I i'm gonna choose to have faith in james gunn put out those positive vibes for the dc to to, to succeed you know you know, none of, that, none of that negativity. Just we need to push out the positivity. Just positive energy, guys. Positive energy. Deadline shared that Sean Gunn will play Maxwell Lord in the DCU. And apparently he will be name dropped in Superman Legacy, then appear later down the line in another project. Hopefully a Blue Beetle project. Fingers crossed. 
And this has caused some people to be confused since he's already in Creature Commandos voicing both Weasel and G.I. Robot, but according to James Gunn, voice actors can double dip in the MCU, meaning they can voice a character and then also play a completely different character in live action. So don't expect to see like David Harbour, who's voicing Frankenstein in Creature Commandos, to pop up in Lanterns as Kilowog. Wait a second. Lizzie Broadway wants to play Spider-Gwen in live action, and nothing much to really say when it comes to this bit of news, just, I mean, she has the looks, I'm sure she would be great in the role, but I'm just not really familiar with her acting, in fact, I never, I never even heard of her until this bit of news. We have another report from Daniel RPK saying that both Ant-Man and Daredevil will be in Spider-Man 4, and... This is just a roller coaster with this movie because one second it's you know a multiverse film that's going to introduce a Sony character that 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 and it also lead into Kane Dynasty and Secret Wars and and then the next second it's back to being a street level movie with Daredevil and Kingpin and as of now it sounds like Spider-Man Four is going to be a street level story adapting the Devil's Reign story arc. And what is the Devil's Reign story arc you are not asking? Well, I will gladly tell you. Devil's Reign is a story, it's a story about Kingpin, who is mayor at the time, outlawing vigilantes and superheroes and using villains and the Thunderbolts to hunt them down. Daredevil I can see fitting into this easily because, you know, street level, you know, street level movie, Kingpin, just it all goes together, but Ant-Man, not so much. I mean, people have made, made the case of how this movie could be about Spider-Man kind of trying trying to choose between should he be a street level hero or an Avenger, and like Daredevil will will represent the street level part of him, and then Ant-Man will represent the Avenger part of him, or maybe you know Spider-Man needs help from the Avengers, so he goes to Ant-Man, and he's and he's very skeptical because you know he's already gotten in trouble with the law once, and he doesn't want a repeat of that. Like I said, this movie is just. It's always something almost every week with Spider-Man Force. It's pretty much up there with my annoying with my annoyment or frustration with the Fantastic Four of just you know, constant news, constant rumors, everything's always changing and you just like you just don't know what to believe in anymore. We have a couple bits of Batman news to talk about. First off, Alan Richardson has expressed interest in playing Batman in the DCU. Even saying, with all the rumors that I'm supposed to be playing Batman, how can I knock Batman? I will love to play Batman. This has gotten mixed reception. Can he do it? Oh yes, absolutely. I mean, watch him in Reacher. That is basically Batman, but Sans, the Cape, Cowl, and buttload of money. And plus, he has the Batman physique. I mean, dude is a unit. He's like probably the real life version of a Jim Lee Batman drawing. But I feel like there are other characters he could play like I often wouldn't mind seeing him as Aquaman again or Green Arrow or Hawkman like some characters I mentioned in the original short I did. And he's not really my top choice for Batman. My top choices are Jensen Ackles, Tom Bateman, and Ethan Peck who plays Spock in Star Trek The Strange New Worlds. And also, when it comes to Ethan Peck, it's more of just like having someone who's closer in age to David Cornsweet. And plus, I mean, you know, he has the voice and he has the looks to be a pretty good Bruce Wayne. This next bit of news threw a lot of us, and this was and this was confirmed by James Gunn, that the Arkham series, in which we all thought was going to be set in the Matt Reeves Batman universe, is actually going to be set in the DCU. And apparently Matt Reeves will still be doing it, and he could do other DCU projects. While this, did, while this did throw me for a quick second, I immediately went from confused and what? 
to, oh my god, this is perfect. Because when we think about it, an Arkham Asylum show exploring all of Batman's Rose Gallery without a Batman movie, I mean, we can get more Batman villains without having to wait for a Batman movie every X amount of years. Like, this is this is a great way to explore... Just, just Basically, this is a good way for us to get more Batman villains that we maybe won't get in the DCU in a Batman movie. And plus, this could be a good way to get some maybe some flashbacks to the early days of DCU Batman. For example, maybe we could see a flashback of him first encountering the Joker, Two-Face. Maybe we get the DCU equivalent to Almost God in one of the best Batman the Animated Series episodes of all time. And this could also allow us to see some early days of the Bat Fam. I mean, imagine a flashback with a young Dick Grayson and... For all we know, this could come before Batman Brave and the Bold. We'll just, we'll have to see. James Gunn did share on threads that other projects will be going into production this year. So we'll just have to wait and see, but I honestly wouldn't, I, I would not be opposed to us getting an Arkham Asylum show before Batman Brave and the Bold because this could set up Batman, his entire rogues gallery, and then just, and then maybe after Arkham Asylum we get Batman Brave and the Bold, just... I'm excited. I am excited for the possibilities this show can bring to the DCU. Because rumors and reports for the MCU X-Men from Daniel RPK. First up, Mr. Sinister will be the villain of the first X-Men film. Because apparently they want to save Magneto for a Brotherhood of Evil Mutants movie. And I am totally game for Mr. Sinister to be the villain of, an X- of this X-Men film because he is long overdue. For a live action appearance, I mean, he's almost appeared so many times, but then it's either it's get, it gets changed, cut, scrapped for a different story. I mean, I am still peeved about the ending of X Men Apocalypse, where they plainly hinted that hey, he's going to be the next villain, and then we get a second telling of the Dark Phoenix saga. I am still mad about that. How vast and large the immune part of the Marvel universe is, it does make sense that maybe they want to have a lot of projects to properly build up a lot of these different elements, groups, and factions. And I believe it's... And I do believe that the current plan for after the Multiverse Saga is to have the mutants take front and center. So we'll be getting a lot more mutant projects and a lot less Avenger projects, a lot less Shang-Chi, so on and so forth. According to Can We Get Toast, we will see Iron Fist or a Iron Fist in the Eyes of Wakanda TV series on Disney+. Plus. This, this last bit of news here is really interesting. Matt Mickelson will be returning to the MCU in a different role and not as Kaecilius. But it's interesting that he could return to the MCU. I mean, Kaecilius wasn't a minor character. He was the villain of Doctor Strange. Like, this isn't like Alfred Woodard who was in Civil War as a minor character and then, and then later appears in Luke Cage as a big bad. Just, I'm curious how this will go if this does turn out to be true. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm open to it. He, he's a good actor, and I would love to see him as Doctor Doom. And that will be it for today. Thank you for watching or listening if, if you're listening via my podcast. If you're listening via my podcast, make sure to do the usual stuff. Follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Leave me a five-star rating and good review where you can. Or also feel free to leave me a voice mention on Anchor. If, if you watch me on YouTube, if you watch me on YouTube, make sure to check out my review of Echo and some of my, and some of my other YouTube videos. And also make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And until next time, stay stay well, stay healthy, be cool, and stay in school. Don't do drugs. And I will see you or talk to you next time. Peace out.